Hey everybody! Uh, this is probably this is our second time trying after three hundred weird issues with technology, but we we figured it out. We made it work, and today we're welcoming to Unprepared Liana Patch. Liana, welcome to the show today. Thanks. So excited to be here and complain about emails with you. Uh, well, we're we're not necessarily complaining. We're going to highlight um, some good emails uh, and then f- ways to be better. I guess is is the way that we're approaching this. Yes, I think so. Alrighty. Well, without further ado, it's your next eight and a half minutes. All right. So I'm just going to choose a few. I've got a few pulled up already, but um, this is one of my favorite emails that I've ever gotten um, after, you know, I think I actually bought from them first, but they sent this to me as like an onboarding, like how to use the product, how to get used to the product, Um, things I love about it. The subject line is very clear about what I'm going to get inside. Um, it's coming from the brand name, but also I can tell from the sender name, the sender email address here, that if I need to ask them something, I can hit reply and it will go to contact and like I will probably talk to a person. So was this the first in their welcome series? This is after I bought. So this is actually the first in their post-purchase onboarding. I filed it under e-commerce welcome in my swipe file, but I think it's not exactly accurate. Okay. Yeah. Um, I really also love the use of the GIF here or GIF if you want to fight about it Um, because I don't see enough uh, e-commerce brands using fun GIFs to point out the product features Um, and it's a nice way to like pep up your inbox and I love their colorful branding and design. I'm really hoping this is searchable, highlightable text. I think it is. So this is one thing. There we, we go. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. We talked about this on our failed first take. Um, the fact that because all the big brands send image only emails with their text baked into the photo, um, other people think that that is best practice. And so brands will send, um, you know, giant image only emails that to your inbox look like spam because they're just a giant photo and they're totally inaccessible to people using screen readers, um, you know, who need, who need the plain text version or who might have the plain text version being read to them by an app. So this is amazing. I love that they have this searchable, highlightable text, helping them get through spam filters. Um, they get right to the point, like your product's on its way. Here's how to use it. Um, don't forget, you know, objection reducing immediately. Uh, you're going to have to use this for about six weeks before you see your longer lashes, by the way, like I'm not being paid for this, but it totally works. Um, <laughs> uh, how to everything here is except for that step one highlightable. So again, there's like actual real text to read here. And the reason that's important is if you like got this email and you read it in passing, you know, on the train or whatever, uh, and then down the line, you want to go back to it, you're going to search the text that you remember. And if it's an image, they're never going to find it. And just that little interaction there, you've just lost a potential sale. Yep. That's a really good point. I'm curious to see if we scope it, um, if we use the litmus scope bookmarklet tool um, to look at the plain text version, if they've tweaked the plain text version of the email. So for people that are unfamiliar, what is litmus scope and how do you use it? It is a cute free tool from litmus who are the email experts in design, deliverability, content strategy. They're amazing. Um, they make a lot of great tools. This is a free one that lives in your bookmark bar and you can open an email, hit scope it and see, uh, how emails will show up both on desktop, in mobile, and I think most crucially in text only. I would say this is a pretty successful text-based version of the email because normally when you see uh, you know, an email with a bunch of images, 
you'll get like the URL for all those images hosted on the website. Um, and it's not readable. But after we get through these links up here, if you have a screen reader, you actually get into like useful text. Yeah. And we scoped one on the failed attempt uh, that was all images. And it was essentially just a big list of URLs and it had no useful information in it at all. Uh, so extremely not accessible. And if I was on that email list and that's what I got uh, and I couldn't understand any of it, it was it was straight up gibberish. So like I would have just unsubscribed and, you know, again, losing out on future sales. Yeah. Yeah. So this is like a plus great work. Um, from both the strategy perspective, because where I am in the customer journey is I've bought, but they're still making me feel appreciated. They're giving me tips to use the product and they're reducing some objections that I might have by saying, use this for six weeks before you see results so that I don't email them at week four being like, it's been a month. I'm unhappy. I want a refund. Yeah. Always better to set expectations up front. Um, we'll go through a couple more. Uh, I want to look at this one brand in particular that is doing a subscription. They're called Atola Skincare. So after I had already subscribed, um, I think this might be a full list email. They might be sending this to their whole list because this would work really well, whether or not you purchased. This would be great for people who are considering signing up for the first time as well. Yeah, I, I think that, that that email is gonna do a fantastic job of explaining the benefits and values of this product. Except that uh, the text is not Think. Uh, that does look like it might be a whole image. Well, I wonder what happens when you scope it. I don't know. Let's find out. Okay, so here it is. Let's look at the plain text version. Oh no! And it's a big list of links. And, that and is it's terrible. completely empty. All they had to do was adjust the plain text version and take whatever copy they had written in their like Google Doc that they pasted into probably Clavio. Uh, and all they had to do was just paste it in here, and they didn't do it. Um, there is one more brand uh, that is doing a great job. And I want to see if they use giant images. I want to show this to y'all. Let's see. It's called Girlfriend Collective. I order from them probably more than I should. One thing that they do really well that we haven't talked about is sending one email per piece of news. So for instance, they restocked a product. The whole email is about that product restock. They have a photo, but they also have that searchable text. Their one call to action is shop this product. Obviously, it goes to the product pictured. Great. This is actually a back in stock notification, but they do this regardless of whether you've signed up to hear about this. Um, and also, I'd just like to point out that if you look at their website, their um, models are incredibly diverse and include a huge range of sizes, ethnicities, um, body types. It's great. It makes people feel seen and reflects the actual composition of humanity, which I love. I want to go and highlight what you said there about how when they're sending their emails that it is uh, it has one call to action and one specific kind of request of the the reader. I think that that's something that people don't do enough. Uh, they will throw way too much into an email, and it, it kind of it's if you're if you want your traffic to go one direction, but then you poke like a bunch of different holes in the funnels. Now you're just like spraying and praying almost. Yeah. And I think there is, there is value sometimes in sending like that digest or newsletter style email that lets people go where they want to go, but it shouldn't, you shouldn't be using sales or click through conversions as the primary metric of success for a newsletter email. You know, like you're not trying to get lots of sales from an email that sends people 20 different places. One last email from girlfriend. 
Um, what I like about this, it immediately confirms the great decision that I've just made by congratulating me and saying, you did that, uh, telling me what I did by purchasing, like, I helped save the environment and I'm going to get some cute sweatpants. I literally ordered these sweatpants like 20 minutes ago. I'm so excited. Um, what's next? So again, reducing objections ahead of time, uh, previewing what I'm going to deal with, which is longer shipping times. And one thing that I just noticed that they added to their website, and I want to show you guys this, um, because this is really, I think, important for people who are, if you're an e-commerce provider and you're experiencing longer shipping times, which everybody is, here it is. Slow fashion takes time. In order to avoid creating extra CO2 during transit, we limit the distance our clothes travel by consolidating everything in a fulfillment center near our factory, then shipping orders directly to you. Cutting out this intermediary fulfillment facilities might mean that it takes a little longer, but we think saving the emissions is worth it, don't you? Best way to message longer shipping times that I've ever seen. Yeah, that's a fantastic way to approach that. Um, so to just uh, kind of clean up uh, what we, we kind of talked about today is you know when you are approaching your newsletter messaging or your welcome series messaging, first and foremost, use real text and not images everywhere. Um, additionally, after that is get creative with your subject lines and break the mold. Don't like uh, just fall into the trap of like, welcome to X newsletter. That's boring. People aren't going to open it. Um, and then setting expectations are going to lead to less customer support tickets. Yep. Anticipate what people might need to hear from you, regardless of where they are. Awesome. If people are curious about working with uh, someone that kind of knows a lot more about email than me or possibly themselves, uh, how do they get a hold of you? Uh, they can find me on Twitter at Punchline Copy. All right. We'll make sure to link to that in the show notes. Thank you so much. Cool. Thanks, Chase.